Success stories and interviews with game changers and thought leaders who have overcome both in life and in business. Welcome to Vertical Momentum. Another episode of Vertical Momentum. I'm your host, Richard Kaufman, also known as the Comeback Coach. Guys, this is going to be a fun episode. Uh, This was an impromptu, so we're just going to be hanging out, chilling. First, I want to thank our sponsor. As you guys know, all the sponsors on my show are 100% veterans, 100% of the time. When I was in the military, I got hooked on energy drinks. But now that I'm an old fart, I'm only to have, able to have one a day. And the one that I choose is by a company called Bonvera. So our friend Jason Lane Curtis provides me with all my energy drinks. He has an energy drink called Physics Zero. No sugar, no crash. Tastes amazing, so definitely check them out. Thank you, Jason. Guys, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Oh, hey, you know what's what? going on, man? If life was any better, I'd be twins, man. <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> what's going on with you guys? Living in paradise. You know, Phoenix is uh, actually under a hundred degrees today, so it's actually gorgeous to be here. And uh, like you said, man, if, it, if life could be any better, I'd be a twin. Like things are just working out so well right now i couldn't be i'm over the moon ecstatic i just got off the phone with somebody my my last episode i just did was a, a police officer from arizona so I, I must be i must be getting pretty big on that on that side of the world awesome <laughs> so yeah. what do you guys have going on go ahead brother what do you guys have going on oh uh, we just uh we just got off of two-hour Zoom work thing that we were doing, but we always have something going on, uh, whether it's another way to improve what we're doing for the veterans underneath our umbrella at the moment. So, okay, so we're going to hop right in. Just tell us a little, little bit about yourselves to give us some context. Tell us about you guys a little bit about each of you, and so this way we get to know why you're doing what you're doing. All right, Chris, you want to jump first? All right. It's hard to follow me, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so first off, uh, I'm one of the founders of our company, Operation Veteran Freedom. My name is Chris Celeste. I am an Army veteran. I was a Scout 19 Delta. I me served, too. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I served with the 371 Cav at a Fort Drum, uh, ultimately deployed with them to Afghanistan. A uh, couple, you know, couple injuries in, I sustained one that ultimately took me out of combat. I was on life support in Germany for a week, finally came out of my coma and was ultimately discharged from the military, which actually started the struggle for me, believe it or not. Um, you know, I was 19 years old. I had no college education, no, nothing but, you know, scout training, recon training to fall back on. And so there was no real light at the end of the tunnel for me. And, uh, you know, for a decade, better part of a decade. I lived the self-fulfilling prophecy of a disabled, broken veteran who is angry and just, you know, just dysfunctional. And, um, you know, long story short, I ended up having my first child. It completely, you know, brought the light back into my life. I started pursuing myself, which was the main thing. I had to change the stories I was telling myself about being broken, about what I could do. And once I started doing that, um, I started my first business back in 2016. And uh, it was amazing thing to do. I pushed myself and was able to create more success in my life than I ever thought possible, but at the great expense of my time, right? So I ended up 
never being around for my family. And when I was, it was like I was a walking zombie. And uh, my son was two years old when he walked into my office and said to me, Daddy, why don't you ever play with me? And that started me onto my online journey. Um, literally, while I was sitting there in my office trying to figure out where the hell I went wrong, tears running down my face because my two-year-old that thinks his dad's a ghost in his life, um, an ad popped up on YouTube. And that ad told me all about the world of digital sales and marketing, how I could build an online business. And I jumped in both feet, never looked back. Six months after doing that, I started making over $10,000 a month as an affiliate online. Started, uh, went on with that company to be the number one sales earner for a whole year, got a bunch of honors and had my first opportunity to step on stage. And that stepping on that stage that day completely changed my life because by sharing my story from disabled veterans, smoking weed every day, living on my couch, living on Netflix, feeling sorry for myself to being able to empower myself, create a quarter million dollars in eight months and then get on that stage. Um, when I shared that story, it just lit a passion in me that there's other veterans out there that could do the same. And when I got off that stage, it was reaffirmed to me when every veteran first responder and their families were waiting in line to thank me and tell me how much it was needed. And so I battled with self, you know, belief and doubt and all these things. Well, am I, am I the person to lead this charge and all of that? And, you know, struggled to get it going. And then I met Liam. Um, Liam reached out to me because of an ad that I had placed on Facebook and we were just talking. I was helping him with his business and we kind of just came together and, and built what we have today. It's been almost a year now. It'll be a year in August since we started Operation Veteran Freedom. We've got uh, 2000 members and we're seeing some really amazing success, but I'm long winded and uh, I'll let Liam share the rest. <clears throat> wow. You know what? That's a, that's Liam. You're going to have to bring the heat, you know, because that's like. You know, uh, trying to, uh, you know, trying to follow up a, a band like Kiss or Metallica, you know, that's kind of like up there. So, Liam, bring me, <laughs> bring it. Yeah, I, I knew it was a mistake as soon as he went and said that. I was like, oh, damn. OK, so for me, I'm a Navy veteran. I was in the service for just shy of six years. I was a, crypt a cryptologic technician in the Navy. Uh, I was stationed at the NSA base in Hawaii. It got hurt doing something completely embarrassing. I volunteered for a beautification project and ended up uh, pushing through the pain a little too much. And they said, well, if you would just stop, then uh, you would have been just fine. But because you kept going. So I ended up getting hurt beyond me. So they're like, all right, your time's out. And... I had no idea what I was going to do after I got out of the military. So what I did was I listened to the doctors and they told me I was just broken. I'd have to live off pain meds and not really be able to do a lot for myself. And at first I believed them. I believed them for seven and a half, eight years uh, while I was medicated in excess of 240 milligrams of oxy a day. Uh, I was so drugged up in a haze, I had no idea I had gotten to that point because I guess you slowly go up in incremations uh, with the medication and then eventually of zombie and don't realize how you got there. So that's essentially what happened to me. Get off those meds and that was a struggle in itself. I did some really stupid things, but eventually I came off the meds within six months and 
then I met my girlfriend in um, Mem or sorry Clarksville. So she got a new job. We were starting to see each other pretty regularly. So she's like, hey, I just got a great job in Memphis. So you want to come with me? I was like, why the fuck not? You know, sorry. Can I curse? <laughs> you can do whatever you want, brother. This is your sh you guys show. This is <laughs> two brothers having a couple I, I, over the fire pit. <laughs> I, I tried to uh, censor myself a little bit before, but. Being veterans, it's just easier just to let out than restrain yourself, you know? Yep, keep it real. So what happened was I moved to Memphis, started applying for jobs, and I applied for a tech job at a sales company so I can do installs for home security since that's what I was comfortable with. Long story short, I got there. It wasn't for maintenance or installs or anything. It was for sales. I dreaded it, but I had nothing better going on, so I was like, why the hell not? Might as well just give it a shot. Worst case, I don't succeed. Best case, I do succeed. I ended up uh, being pretty good at it after a while and became the manager of the local office in under a year. Shortly after that, the pandemic happened, shut everything down. As you can imagine, going door-to-door -door sales uh, definitely was shut down because of the pandemic. And so I was looking to transition online and get more leads and sales with Chris. So we got talking, we became fast friends, and we ultimately realized that what we both were doing individually at the time uh, wasn't serving us. And so we got together and created something to help the other veterans to hopefully uh, – get them jump-started into what they want to do and their true passions instead of going through all those years of doubt and self-destruction that we went through. And if we had a program like this when we were getting out of the military or were even aware of something like this, then we'd be completely different people than who we are today. And that is our ultimate goal is just to create success in the veteran community and have it become, well, personally for me, is have veteran become a status symbol of something that, hey, I just want to join the military so I can be a veteran and kick ass in life afterwards. And that is my personal dream with that idea right there. I know Chris shares some of that with me, but I don't want to speak for him. You know, and I love that. And, you know, for guys, I don't know if you know, but I've been in recovery for over 32 years. And so I can definitely uh, re relate to some of the stuff that you're talking about. Um, and when I got out, um, I got hurt on duty. And that's why I'm blind right now. Um, that's why I got to do everything through anchor because I, I can't see to do everything else. But um, I, I was lost. And, I, you know, and I've talked to hundreds of people, you know, now a lot of operators, Navy SEALs and almost everybody that I've talked to, you know, like when we're in the military, we're all hua hua, you know, but, you know, we get used to getting paid on the first and the 15th. Uh, we get used to getting TRICARE and we're having money coming in. And, you know, like our friend Nick says, you know, once we step off base, the military doesn't give a shit about you. And your phone stops ringing. So all of a sudden, not only does a person lose their career, they lose the camaraderie and they lose their mission. So I totally get what you guys are talking about. 
so now you know for for people that are like that you know how do you guys go about helping somebody refine their mission again you want me to take this one liam yeah i was expecting you to jump right in (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing my best not to talk over people because i do have that loud like i'm see one thing i just want to mention is liam and i balance each other so perfectly and i think that's why it's the perfect partnership you know, I'm, I'm extremely fast paced, loud, like I, there's no breaks on me. And then Liam's much more quiet, calculated, analytical. So we balance each other really well. Um, so I'm just trying to make sure that I give him the chance to speak. Um, for us, really, what it comes down to is that every person's different. And what we see out there today is just like very cookie cutter, right? It's like, buy this course, it's going to help you do this, it's going to help you. What we do and what what we had a lot of success with when we first started OVF is we were doing custom game plans because what we understand is that everyone has a different passion. Everyone has a different hobby, interest, mission in life. And what we try to do through uh, our courses and our trainings is pull that out of them. Right. So there's no clear cut path for every individual veteran. Do the the processes and the systems work the same? Absolutely. The principles are always going to be the same. But what we fill those systems with, what we fill those frameworks lit with are going to look completely different based on the veteran. And so what we love to do, what we specialize in, what we find the most fulfilling is helping veterans pull that out of themselves. Right. Um, like you mentioned, when we get out of the military, we lose ourselves a bit. We just lost our unit, our friends, our camaraderie, uh, our career. Like we don't really know where to go. And so what we have found is that a lot of veterans are just kind of like, I'd love to be an entrepreneur. I'd love to do more for myself. But what does that look like? And so we have it set up where we have, uh, you know, again, series of trainings and things that they walk through where it's asking them those vital questions. It's putting them in experiences and exercises that help pull those things out that allow them to say, you know what, I, I love hunting and I think I'd be a really amazing uh, you know, guide. And so how do, I, how do I start a career in that? And then that's once we have that locked in, once we understand that that's what they want to do, that's when my mastery, what I've mastered over these last few years really comes in is I can show them how to take that and build an online business around it, whether it's, you know, just getting clients offline or actually fulfilling the sales through their online funnel. Um, you know, that's kind of how we help them. We help them figure out their passion and then we show them the proven framework of how they can build it. And, you know, I, I'm a big, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm an old school guy. I, I million dollar a year company for over 30 years and now since i got hurt it's kind of like i had to reinvent myself and you know because of my friend you know gary gary vaynerchuk helping me personally um you know he's helping me through what i'm you know what my plans are with it with the podcast and everything And, and a lot of people don't realize you know um when somebody says you know oh well this is the way we've always done it we know that it's a death knell to any kind of business hmm. and that everything is online and you know you know according to gary like we were talking about that you know the, the, the couple of the biggest platforms are going to be clubhouse tiktok and unfortunately there's a lot of companies out there that are saying you know these platforms are just for kids then you know but why would kentucky fried chicken put half of their marketing into these companies you know what i mean absolutely so now how do you get you know i know you you have a lot of young, younger people but i'm sure there's older people that are are in the same situation and they're like yeah that, that social media stuff it's that digital stuff it's just a fad yeah you know what are you what are your how what are your comebacks to that 
results. Based on results, we can prove them wrong. So our number one student, he literally just crossed a half a million dollars in the last 60 days in his business, is an old timer, is someone who doesn't understand technology, who isn't computer illiterate, is somebody who literally just followed our training step by step and got results. And so what we emphasize to people is like we could talk to people who are blue in the face about what's possible for them. But when it really comes down to it is, you know, uh, documentation speaks way louder than conversation. And so when we show them that we've got people like Chris Wilson, like I just mentioned, who's has a brick and mortar style business, right? He helps foreclosure banks and realtors flip those properties and get them ready to make money. But yet he's using a completely online style business to get those clients to lock in those contracts to make himself that significant amount of money. And so we also have another gentleman. Um, he's in the works with some contracts, so I won't bring them up. But he owns a hemp business. He and his father, his father's in his 70s. He himself is much older than I am. I'm 33. And these gentlemen are also crutching it using this model. And so what I would say is like, the biggest misconception about what we do is you have to be a tech wizard or you need all this experience. If that was the case, I'd be broke because I'm not really tech literate. But what I can do is follow a proven system. What I can do is put in the time and energy it takes to master something that most other people wouldn't do. And that's the, the thing I've noticed is that these softwares and these systems that we use to build our businesses have leveled the playing field. But our old school mentality, so many people believe, is that we need to be a tech wizard to do it. And so they never even give it a shot. But again, like I said, results speak volumes. And we've got people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s using these systems and making a killing right now. And, you know, I love that. Now, you know, like I, I joke around a lot that, you know, usually when a guy or girl gets out, out of the, the military, and we see a lot of, the, a lot of it in the Vetrepreneur tribe. Um, you know, they want to start a T-shirt company, hat company, coffee company or liquor company. Yep. And six months later, they're 10 grand in debt and don't know what the hell just happened. And a lot of it, I think, is, you know, in the military, we're taught, you know, how to make SOPs. But it seems like when we people just want to start a business, you know, they don't have a business plan. You know, like my friend Stephen Kuhn says, you know, if you don't have a business plan, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. So what are some of the things that you see that new entrepreneurs um, are doing wrong when they first try to start a business? I want to. Yeah, I think one of the first things uh, as a brand new veteran that we do wrong. You still there, brother? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, guess we, we might have lost Liam, I think. Nope, um, I got both. I can hear him. Oh, okay. I just can't hear him. Okay. I think one of the uh, the biggest mistakes we make when we get out of the military <laughs> is we stop with our routine and structure. We're like, we're not in the military anymore. Okay, we weren't allowed to shave. Let's fucking grow beards. Like, all of us have beards or have at least had beards in the past after they've gotten out given the fact that if they can grow one, right? It took me years to be able to start growing. I didn't shave the whole time in. But with that being said, uh, the problem is we forget that the military set us up for success with all these structures, habits, and routines, and we stop doing those important things, uh, like getting up early, reading, exercising, things like that. Those are 
paramount, um, I believe, for being a successful entrepreneur. We have to keep constantly learning. And so a problem we seem to face is when they forget these things, they start ha having all these doubts that we need to shift their belief back to, I can't do anything again. Uh, just because they don't have someone telling them what to do doesn't mean that they can't accomplish all these things with the support of a veteran community like Veterpreneur Tribe or our group, the OVF. So that is one of the most important things I think is shift from, eh, I'm not sure, I don't know if I'm good enough for that, to back to I can do anything all over again and have that confidence to crush their day every single day. Uh, if you see anything for me in the groups, I'm a big proponent of habits. Habit, I geek out on the habit stuff. I love habits. I can talk about habits till the day I die uh, because of how important they are in shifting your mental attitudes and things like that. Can you still not hear me, Chris? Chris, he, 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 he's, he's dead. Uh, I can't even talk. Too much energy drink, I guess. Uh, I can hear him, but I can, Chris, can I hear you? Can you? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I just can't hear a thing and Liam is saying. I can only hear you. All right. So, uh, Liam, we're going to have he, – he can't hear us, so we're just going to have to roll with this. So, Chris, what are your thoughts on um, – because like what Liam was just talking about was something that my friend John McCaskill, which he's a, he's a Navy SEAL commander, always talks about is your morning routine dictates the rest of your day. So talk to us about your morning routine. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a, I'm a big component of this. And just to kind of caveat, when I first got started in the online space, um, I, I hired a mentor, I paid $10,000 to join a program to get my education to get a mentor. And when I started having really good success pretty early in, they brought me on to a, a phone call interview. And they asked me, they said, you know, what do you could what do you attribute to your success? And I was just like, well, I was hungry. And my, it, my, I just invested $10,000 that I didn't have. So I needed to go after it. And that was my answer. But as they interviewed me more, I actually shared with them my morning routine. And my the mentor at the time, he stopped me dead in my tracks. And he goes, Chris, that's the reason you're successful. Like, do you do you realize that you're getting more done before people wake up than the like more done in your day before people wake up than most people get done in the entire day that, of their work day? And I was like, OK, that absolutely makes sense. So here's my day. Um, I'm a firm believer in waking up early. I know there's a lot of people out there, you know, military minded people who still do that. And some of us, we fall back into our old ways. For me, I like being up early because to me, that's that's my time, right? That's the time where my kids aren't awake asking me for something. That's when I can focus on me. So my alarm goes off by four o'clock in the morning. If my first alarm goes off, I may hit snooze, but I'm definitely out of bed by 420. I never let the alarm snooze more than twice. Out of bed by 4.20, I'm up, I'm working out by 5. Uh, from 5 to 6 is my workout time, either running, something like that. I, outside, I like to be, you know, experience the weather, get the sun on me, feel the fresh air. Um, but during that time, too, is I dual purpose it. So I'm listening to an audio book. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to an interview. I'm, I'm educating or inspiring myself in some way. Right now, I'm listening to The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek, which I think is a phenomenal book about changing our mindset in business. And so, um, you know, that's my, 
my first hour is all about getting moving and getting the right information into my head. After that, it's usually a meditation followed by a shower and then some reading time. Um, I like to read physical books and also listen. I do both of those activities every single day uh, to help put good information in because I truly believe as a content creator and somebody who educates people on this stuff, if I'm not constantly putting new information in, um, I'm not going to give the right information. Or I'm going to run out of information to give them. So uh, I have to be a, a student of the things I'm teaching as well. And so I, I make sure that's all done. And then once those activities are done, that's like my core activities. I'll jump onto my computer. Um, I'll do, you know, check in with the OVF team. And then from there, it's any emails I have to send, any content that needs to be scheduled out. It's all done. And then I'm done for the day. I can literally walk away from my computer knowing that the essentials have been done, the income producing activities that are gonna move the needle forward for my business have been done. And I can focus on being there for my family, uh, any coaching calls I might have, being there for the students if they need help, um, jumping into content meetings with Liam, which is uh, something we've been doing a lot here lately because we have some really amazing th things coming down the pipe for uh, our veterans inside of the OVF community. And so that's really like my morning routine. The, the main goal for me is like have everything important done before 10 a.m. So that the rest of the day, I'm not, I'm no longer in react mode. I can just be here and just do what I have to do. I love that. So Liam, talk to us about your morning routine. And then um, after that, I, I want to start talking about, um, you know, having to pivot because there's a lot of people that um, because of COVID, had to pivot in their businesses. So, William, talk to us about your... And by the way, this is the first time I've ever interviewed two people on the show at one time. So I'm <laughs> I'm twice as grateful. So I just want to say thank you again, guys, for, for hopping on. So, Liam, take it away. Thank you for having us. We're very grateful to be here. Uh, so my morning routine is very much similar to Chris's, just in a different order. Typically, what I'll do in the morning is I get up and then I meditate first because the last uh, little bit of time you have before you fall asleep and then right when you wake up in the morning is paramount to get your mind right. So maybe I should start off by saying the night before is when my morning routine really begins. So the night before I'll listen to my meditation. There's this one meditation I use, uh, it's 18 minutes and it covers everything I need for future casting myself, gratitude, and about four other things. And that's super important for having my mind right when I wake up first thing in the morning. So that gets my mind ready to be receptive in the morning. And then in the morning, I repeat the process within the first half. That's critical because that is when your mind is doing a shift uh, in a brainwave function so it makes it easier to reach your subconscious mind to get you really prepared for the rest of the day. Same thing with right before you fall asleep. And so after that, I will get in a workout and read a little while before, after my cool down. And then I will take a shower, uh, get everything done for the OVF. Usually we have morning meetings that uh, Chris and I do together. And sometimes we bring a few other people on just so that they can learn from us on what we do behind the scenes. And then like Chris said, the important thing is getting everything that is most important done at the beginning of the day. 
Because if you get the hardest task done first, then every matter what is going to be easier as you move throughout the rest of your day. It doesn't matter at that point because you literally got the hardest thing done first, you know? So it's just smooth sailing the rest of the day. Everything's going to get progressively easier as you either get tired or lose a little bit of energy. And then around noon, I have my first coffee because that's an optimal time to have uh, coffee or energy of some kind from caffeine. And then the rest of the day is up to me whether I jump on calls with Chris that we have pre-planned out. We've been, as he said, we've been doing a lot of content and strategy. We're building a whole bunch of uh, new courses so that we can uh, the rest of the veteran community uh, as best we can. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So now a lot of people, you know, in, in 2021, because of COVID, had to pivot. So like I did, and um, a lot of people had to do that, and a lot of people didn't. That's why they went out, either went out of business or they're not working right now. So talk to us about um, how people can, you know, as military people, we're, we're taught to adapt and overcome. And sometimes in business, we have to do the same thing. So talk to us about, the, you know, the ability to pivot and overcome. So Liam, I'm going to ask you first, and then I'll, uh, and then I'll, I'll ask our other awesome speaker to uh, give us some words of wisdom. Yeah, you'd think Chris did this for a living or something, the speaking stuff. He is so good at it, and he is phenomenal with his voice. And that voice just really carries, too, let me tell you. So he's hard to follow. So thank you for letting me go first this time. <laughs> that way we don't have to run into that. So uh, right before we went into lockdown, I personally got sick uh, for the sale I'm not going to mention the company. I don't know if I did or not, but I'm not going to mention it again if I did. But uh, I got sick. What's that? You're good. You didn't. Okay. Yeah, I, I got sick, and uh, I was sick for a month. And this happened like the week before we went into lockdown. So they w didn't say that we had any cases here yet. They weren't even really testing for COVID here in Memphis. And after the fact, they told me that I did have it for some reason. I have no idea how they could tell that, but they just said I did. I don't know whether I trust that or not. It's the VA, right? Uh, so <laughs> but uh, so I had to shift. I was looking online because everyone's stuck at home, not being able to do anything. And so I was looking online to figure out how I could generate more customers from online doing the same thing because essentially I could sell over the phone or anything like that. So I saw an ad from Chris and I just wanted to talk to him about getting leads. And then uh, worked together for a little bit, talking back and forth, not about anything really, but still always something lingering in the background for both of us when eventually uh, towards July is when we really start to hammer out the idea for OVF. But I would keep getting fevers. I still have fevers maybe once a week since I got sick over a year ago. 
And so I could no longer knock doors. My sales office was like, nope, you can't have you here anymore. If you have any of the symptoms, uh, we won't be held liable in case uh, you get someone sick or something like that. So I'm like, well, okay, cool. Well, that's okay. Good thing I started OVF with Chris. So OVF has been my driving focus and I pivoted to online. And one thing I've definitely learned in the last year is if you don't pivot or if you're not willing to pivot, then you're just going to get left behind. And all pivots are good, but it's important for you to learn from the, uh, the mistakes that you have created so you don't make them again. And so pivots to me are extremely important. And we've pivoted many times with OVF, but they're small course corrections. They're not giant pivots, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. And, you know, and I tell everybody, if you're not willing to pivot, you're going to go the way of Radio Shack. <laughs> okay. Or going to be in business, you know. So, Chris, talk to us about pivoting, brother. Chris? Oh, Chris. Uh-oh, he left us. I, I guess he can't hear us. So, talk... So hopefully, maybe he'll come back on. So talk to us about um, what you guys have coming up um, and how we can support you guys and, and how we can get in touch with you and get involved with OVF. Uh, pretty much, we have a bunch of courses uh, start, and we're getting really good at the beginner level where we're trying to, no, we're not trying. We are doing this. We are shifting people's beliefs. Can you hear me? Oh, yep. there we go. Go ahead. You can go back to his question. All right, uh, Chris. So we're talking about uh, pivoting and having to pivot in business because sometimes, you know, of course with, you know, COVID, a lot of people pivoted and are making more money than they were before. And a lot of companies went out of business because they weren't pivoting i.e. Radio Shack before COVID. So talk to us about having to pivot in your business sometimes. Oh, he just left. All right. So like you said, now just tell us, you know, because it's only, it'll be only, only us and uh, for a couple more minutes. So tell us, you know, about OVF, what you guys are doing how people could get involved, how, you know, how much something like that would cost. So give us, you know, a, a little uh, down, quick down and dirty on OVF. All right. Yeah. So you can search for us on Facebook for the OVF group. We can leave you a link for you to put in the show notes after this to join the group. But the group is a free, is a free group. Oh, he's back again. But I can hear OVF, you. Oh. Wait, so now I got all three of us back together again? Yes, you do. <laughs> the three amigos. Tech gremlins. Tech gremlins. So, well, Chris, what we were talking about is, um, you know, sometimes in life, in business, you have to pivot. Yes. Or else and if you don't pivot, you're going to go the way of Radio Shack. You're mm -hmm. going to be out of business. So talk to us about having to pivot. Um, in business? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a, a great question and one that couldn't be more relevant to the world that we live in, right? Um, but the big thing for me is that when you look at business as a whole, 
you have businesses right now in these times that are still having record sales months, record sales years, but yet you also have businesses that are just bankrupt going out of business, right? And so when I look at that, for me, in order to pivot, I need to know what are they doing right that the other people are doing wrong. And in in my studies, and always, you know, student before a teacher always. So in my studies, what I have found is that it it always comes down to grabbing attention, right? All businesses, no matter what they do, they require leads coming in to turn those into customers to keep the doors open. And how we receive our prospects, our leads, has drastically changed, and it has been changing for the better part of a decade now. But the last two years have, you know, dumped gasoline on that. It's it's been accelerated like we've never seen before. And so for me, when it comes to pivoting, when it comes to looking at what's working right now, it's grabbing attention online and then using not a static website that's confusing and just stops people in their tracks or has them kind of thinking about what to do next, but actually giving them a very clear and concise path to get the information, the value, or even the products they're looking for. Um, those are the businesses that are flourishing today. Those are the ones that you see that are having those record sales months. And so when I look at that, I say, okay, well, if we're going to pivot, we need to model what's actually working, what's successful. And, you know, that's, that's basically what we teach our students. That's what we run inside our businesses. You know, we're big practitioners of practicing what you preach. Um, and we get the results first and then turn around and give the ability for others to get those results too. And so for me, when it comes to pivoting, the key, the big word is attention. Where are you grabbing your attention from? You know, Radio Shack, Blockbuster, those guys went out of business because they didn't know where to grab the attention anymore. And Netflix and all the other competitors, they 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 did, right? And so for me, when it comes to businesses flourishing in today's marketplace, in today's, in today's world, into digital world, really, um, it's how are you grabbing that attention and how are you crafting a customer or even lead prospect experience for them that allows them to uh, want to work with you. And so, you know, for me, it just comes down to uh, where are you are you adapting with the times and are you advancing the way that you're grabbing attention? Because old school magazines, you know, uh, TV advertising, things like that just are not nearly as effective as what you can do on a social media platform today. And, you know, and I totally agree. And I think a lot of people, you know, and this is something I want to talk to you guys about, uh, get, get your opinion on. Now, picture you got, we're all hanging out. We're watching sports. A big, a big, it cuts to a commercial and it's Michael Jordan walking out wearing an Adidas sweatsuit, sweatsuit and Adidas sneakers. Um, Everybody would lose their mind because they know that he is Air Jordan. He is the, almost the face of Nike. Mm. So talk to us about, I consider myself, you know, um, that I am my brand. And I think, you know, we need to be our brand. Like whenever I go out in public, I'm always wearing my, my own gear. I'm not going to wear somebody else's. I'm wearing my gear. Um, so talk to us about um, building your brand, becoming a personal brand but also staying consistent in your brand. And that's, that's for both of you guys. You guys can answer one after another. Yeah. So for me, <clears throat> branding is, is all about authenticity. So many people get lost in the fact that they're trying to be the next Gary Vaynerchuk or, you know, the next Russell Brunson or any of those big influencers you see today that are making millions of dollars. But what really sets somebody apart and turns them into the influencer or the business mogul they become 
is being okay with standing firm in who they are, with being authentically themselves, and then also being okay with being vulnerable in that space. When it comes to branding, you're always going, especially when you brand yourself, you're always going to have polarizing viewpoints. You're always gonna have the people who hate you for what you do and would spit on your grave if they could. And you're gonna have the people who worship what you do and literally would write gospel about it, right? And so what it comes down to is in branding, what I see is most people don't, um, they don't polarize themselves enough and they try to stay in the middle. And what I would say when it comes to branding and really getting yourself out there and being able to have your message and mission and impact make the the, deep, the depth of what you want it to make, um, you need to be able to stand firm in what you believe despite anything anyone says. Stay authentic to what you are trying to create and always have that reason why you're doing it at the forefront of your mind. Because at the end of the day, you know, even when Liam and I get death threats from people um, because they're, you know, they don't understand what we do. Um, at the end of the day, we understand that why we do it. And then, you know, we also can fall back on the amazing students and their results and how it's changing their lives to, to fuel us forward. Um, but that's that's really what it comes down to for me is is authenticity and being vulnerable. If you're able to do those things, you will naturally attract your tribe, your brand and, and create a, a culture and a community around that. And you'll naturally kind of just push away and, and, and uh, I'm losing the word for it, but um, repel, repel, repulse, repel, one of those, uh, the people that naturally don't belong inside of your sphere. And yeah, there's still, we have the, the internet, it gives everybody the ability to troll and, and hate on you, that's fine. Um, but you're not doing it for them at the end of the day. And that's something that I know here at, o at the OVF with Liam and I, uh, that we remind ourselves all the time is like, yeah, you know, it, it, if we weren't taking the stand and we weren't feeling this hate, then I don't think that we would be making a big enough impact. And so, I mean, when it comes to branding, I agree with you 100%. You should brand yourself because that's going to be the most adaptable thing moving forward. You're not stuck behind a, a product or an industry. You can adapt, um, but you will never create a tribe and you'll never create connection if you try to just ride the line and, and never stand for what you believe in. Liam, what's your opinion, brother? So just to be clear, uh, I learned everything about branding myself from Chris. Before I met Chris, I had no interest in doing anything in the digital marketplace. I did it out of necessity because I literally had no other choice. Maybe that's why I did well with it, because, you know, that old saying of uh, burn your ships. So you got no other choice. That's when we tend to excel. Uh, but if I could add anything else that from what Chris said that he did teach me uh, is don't be afraid of your flaws. Your flaws are who make uh, what make you who you are. And the right person, when they see that, that you are happy with who you are, they're going to feel that you are genuine and you're just like them. If you stay up there and put yourself on a pedestal, never show any of your flaws, don't be vulnerable like Chris was saying, then they're not going to believe a thing you say because you're not showing them everything. You're just showing them the happy side of everything, which I get is pretty much all of social media. But when it comes down to trusting you, you're not going to have that same trust built as for when you mess up or you misspeak. 
you just keep going and people will believe in you because they see that you are a real person. So our flaws are what make us great when it comes to branding yourself, in my opinion. And that's just based on the lessons from Chris. And I love that. And by the way, Liam, I, I love your name because that's my youngest son's name is Liam. So I, I love the name. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. So yeah, we now, bonded over. <laughs> so, so now if um, somebody wants to get involved with your company, wants to, what are some of the steps that they have to do? And what do you guys offer? It's a great question. Um, <clears throat> so, to get, to get familiar with Liam and I, our company, our culture, what we offer, you can join our free Facebook group. It's just Operation Veteran Freedom. There's three I questions just, we I ask. Just did, I just did, by the way. So. Perfect. Yeah, there's three simple questions we ask of you. Uh, basically, are you a veteran? We want to make sure you're in the right place. Uh, how did you hear about us? Because that's excellent market research for us. So we just put it in there. And then, you know, give us your email because we do live uh, weekly trainings every Thursday inside the free group, as well as promotions which we're running one right now where you're getting a 30-day game plan. Um, so we send those all out, all out through email and we do posts in the group. So we just ask for your email so that we can keep you up to date on what we're doing. And that's basically like level one. That's, that's where you can go. We do a lot of uh, organic marketing training in there, how to grow your business without having to spend money on ads or uh, building or buying softwares to build funnels and things like that. Because we understand that not every veteran is, is ready for that yet. So that's our kind of first tier. And then we have a paid membership site where we teach digital automation. So all things Facebook ads, all things sales funnels, uh, your follow-up, which primarily we use email and messenger. Um, we also have, you know, a book of the month club, VIP trainers, all sorts of really awesome things inside of that uh, site, which we hosted off of Facebook because Zuckerberg's agenda is getting harder and harder every, every day to, you know, keep a veteran community happy. Um, Liam can speak a little bit more to that about how they, they hate on, on our humor too much. But, um, you know, we decided that we didn't want Zuckerberg to control the fate of the OBF or the veterans who were gaining knowledge from us. And so we built a site completely of, uh, you know, at obfcommunity.com. So we own it. And uh, that's where we do majority of our trainings. And that's where a lot of our huge success stories are coming out of is people placing those first ads and, and getting really big wins or building that sales funnel and then finally getting automated leads or, you know, sales while they're sleeping. And it's, it's been really cool to see, but those are really like the, if you wanted to get started inside of OBF or start, you know, figuring out how to automate a business online and, and get it, get involved with that, it would be join the free group. And if you're really serious, then reach out to us and we can definitely get you set up with what we call the level two platform um, where veterans are learning all about how to digitally automate their passion, their business. Thing I want to ask about, you know, because I'm a big, um, I'm a big relationship guy. You know, I love building relationships and building generational relationships. And for some reason in social media, people forgot how to build relationships. Like I'll send a, somebody will send me a connection or a friend request. I'll accept. And like 30 seconds later, I get a four page canned script. Yep. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, would you mind taking me out for dinner before you ask me to marry me? You know, yeah. what I mean? so I talk to us about some of the do's and some of the don'ts in digital marketing and social media. Go ahead, Liam. 
Oh, I was going to let you take that. Uh, I know I usually do the organic stuff, but pretty much what we do is we teach that you need to build a relationship first for the organic. But the real goal is getting towards the uh, the paid advertising. That way, you're not bothering anybody. You don't have to worry about any of that because you have people coming to you. They clicked your ad. They want to connect to you. So that is where we have the two different levels when it comes to that. But I do want to add one thing, one fun fact. Uh, by the way, Rich. Chris and I have never met each other in person. So I just wanted to add that. Wow. That takes a that takes uh, that takes a lot of trust. We might as well have met in person, though we spend so much time on camera and in Zoom calls together building what we build. But yeah, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> Liam and I, we started this business during COVID. No one could travel, no one could see each other. And we the first live event that we're going to be doing got postponed. And so we have not actually ever physically met, shook hands, been in the same room, but obviously work pretty closely together. Yeah. I spend more time talking to uh, Chris than I do my own girlfriend that lives with me. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now I have two questions. The last two questions uh, that you've already answered some of them, but, how do we get in touch with you? How do we find you guys? And and if we need some help, how can we get in touch with both of you guys? So first first line of defense is just the group. Um, it's the easiest way to find us. We're always in there. Um, you, you may be uh, reached out to from one of our team members, but you also have access to uh, reach out to us through the group. Um, it's just Operation Veteran Freedom. If you go into Facebook, you can easily find it. Again, just make sure you answer the three questions. Otherwise, you're not going to get access. Um, the next thing you could do is we have a YouTube channel um, also called Operation Veteran Freedom. If you type it in, it'll pop right up. And we actually um, host our Thursday trainings on there. And they're live for three days to, to help veterans who maybe can't get into the group or are more familiar with YouTube to be able to watch them there as well. Um, and we also do additional content on there that's, that stays live on there 24-7. Um, so those are the two main ways you can find OVF. If you're looking to find Liam or myself, you can simply just type in Chris Celeste or Liam Weisner into the Facebook search. Uh, we'll pop right up. We have you know pretty popular profiles, so they come close to the top. And so we should be pretty easy to find. And we're always in Messenger if you need us, whether it's you know, you're struggling, you know, at the end of the day, we run a business that helps veterans create success inside of a business. But we also understand the struggles uh, of a veteran. And so we'd rather hear your story than set then go to your funeral. So if you're ever in trouble, always know that OVF is only ever one message away. Um, regardless of the topic, we're here for you. All right. So now last question, you know, we still live in a crazy world. We're still in COVID, you know, in New Jersey, I think there's about to lift the lockdowns on the 28th. But, you know, we still have a lot of people that are out of business, um, went out of business, or business is suffering. So what is something they can do in the next 24 hours to start to get their business back on the right track? That's a really great question. And, and it really would become down to specifically where they're at. So it always, for me, and Liam will, will tell you this, every single student we work with, every veteran business we work with, the very first question we ask them is how clear are you on your mission? 
How clear are you on who you're serving, how you're serving them, and what are they benefiting from ultimately by you serving them, right? So what we have found is that with clarity, everything else becomes so much simpler. And so I would, in an example like that, it would be, you know, where are you struggling? And let's adapt it to, to, to help it become better. Um, I don't think there's really a cookie cutter answer to help people to start creating success for themselves in 24 hours. I kind of think that that's kind of a false pretense to put anybody under. Um, you know, that's kind of the, the, the lure of the internet, right? The pipe dream, I'll be rich tomorrow, which is never the case. And so I would say to anybody who's struggling, who's looking for a way to, to figure out how this could make them money, how the internet could set them free and allow them to flourish inside of the business model that they would love to be in, I would say, give me 30 minutes of your time. Let me figure out a little bit more about your specifics and we can have you have an action plan that could get you results quickly, but I'm never going to promise 24 hours. I love it, guys. Thank you, guys. I'm so appreciative that you guys both decided to hop on. Um, I'm grateful for your friendships. And people know that when they're on my show, it's when the relationship is just starting. So hoping we can have generational relationship here. And I'm so grateful for you guys. But I want to thank our sponsor again, Jason Lane Curtis. Thank you for my energy drinks. Without you, I would not keep going and doing five to six interviews a day sometimes. So I just want to say thank you. And thank you guys for coming on the show. I really appreciate you guys. Well, thank you, Richard. We really appreciate your time. I know you don't, like you, like you said, this is the beginning of a relationship that we also hope, you know, goes generations. However, you didn't really know us much other than, you know, the posts from Facebook and a couple quick message conversations. So we appreciate your trust in us for taking us on the show and allowing us to share a little bit of our message with you. Well, if there's anything I can ever do for you guys, I'm all about it. Uh, this will go out in the next couple of weeks. It goes out to 10 different platforms and up to 1.4 million veterans and entrepreneurs. So the, it, it, it'll go out in a couple of weeks and I'll tag you guys on it. Much appreciated. And just so you know, too, uh, that that door is revolving. If you ever need anything from the OVF, from me and Liam personally, we truly believe that together we become unstoppable and it takes an army of us to truly recreate this narrative of post-military success. And so we're always willing to collaborate and work with any other company who believes that same thing or individual like yourself. Well, I just I just joined the group. I just followed your uh, your uh, YouTube channel. So hopefully if you know anybody that wants to get their business promoted on the show and you'll send them my way. Absolutely, Richard. All right, brother. God bless you guys and have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. You too, Rich. All right, brother. Hey, guys. If you're enjoying our show, if you love what we're doing, if you would like to support us, we have a whole bunch of great stuff coming out. We have a brand new t-shirt line that's coming out. Hats, coffee mugs, any kind of swag that lets your friends know that you support Vertical Momentum and you're always looking to get better. Also, we have our new coffee brand coming out. It's called Vertical Momentum Coffee. It's ass kicking coffee, and and it will it will get you moving in the morning. So, guys, if you are interested, go to www.richardkaufman.net. Check us out. Leave us a note. Tell us what you'd like, and we'll actually send it to you. The new website is being built. So, if you guys want to, our book is out there on Amazon. It's called A Hero's Journey. 
from darkness to light. Definitely check it out. It talks about my story, but it also talks about how to survive depression, how to survive addiction. All right, guys, I love you. Thank you so much for always supporting our mission, which is to save lives. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.